WebMD the vet version, the new cheese board, and is Missy flipping the script? All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Welcome back. It feels like ages. I've been watching you have a life on your Insta, Facebook. It's a lot of life. You've been having a life. I feel like my friend Anya has an opportunity, I would say four or five times a year to completely paint her face and submerge herself in fairy culture. Oh, nice. I don't know what she's going to or what she's doing there, but she is happy and she has glitter um, in her life. And I think it's fantastic. And I love to watch it from very far away. I would not, I would not fit into that. I would not. You would. So you would be, you are fucking Tinkerbell. I've never noticed this before. Look at yourself. You're fucking Tinkerbell. All you need is wings and a little bit of evil magic dust. And you're ready to roll. I would love that dust. Tinkerbell fucks with people. She was kind of a dick. Yeah. If if you didn't notice, she's like, you're going to do what I say, cunt. That's Tinkerbell. And guess what else? You look beautiful. You've got that little yellow, it's called blonde. Women say blonde. You've got that blonde halo of hair. You've got that yellowness even, in even your today, eyes. Even today, I've got a bad headache. They call it's it a jaundice. <laughs> Listen, Dick. You've got gorgeous. The sunlight is streaming in on you. So here's, here. so Anya has that opportunity four times a year. I feel like more than that, you have an opportunity to go to a gala. <laughs> you are like the gala girl. I really lucked out. I, I luck out a lot lot honestly and i'm here to say it's not from my own making but i here's the variable that others can enact in their life and see if it if it raises your frequency as the hippies say okay i do a lot of volunteer work i volunteer a lot like more than i actually have time for i'm constantly volunteering and it's sort of i stand there thinking i really love helping and what the fuck am i doing when i don't have this time to make this happen right so it's that push pull volunteer for a lot of people donate to a lot of causes. As a result, whenever anybody ends up with an extra ticket to their high dollar donors table, they call me. And that's exactly what happened. It, the most hilarious thing happened is I was seeing a friend who I don't get to see nearly enough. We overlapped at a lacrosse field, which is typically where we overlap, hugging each other. Oh my gosh, this is Spontini's. This is my Spontini gal. Yeah. So Spontini came to the lacrosse. It was eight o'clock in the morning, 47 minutes away from the house. So that means you're in the car at 6.30 to get your kid there in time. And uh, so we're there. It's ice cold. It's 24 degrees outside. It's North Carolina. It shouldn't be that cold. Spontini's there. We're talking. Yab, yab, yab. We have to do this. We never get to see each other. When are, Let's make the plan. Because if we don't make the plan, she goes, I can't do it today. I'm going to this gala tonight. And it's ridiculous because it starts, the VIP starts at five o'clock, which is way too early. It but is that's, early. They do all the VIP people first and then everybody streams in. That's that's how they fit them all into one night. They they So they have to keep backing it up and backing it up. Back it up, up, up. Maybe that's why I was singing that song Let's light today. it up. Oh, go ahead. I know. That's why I love singing it wrong. She's there. I said, all right, well, listen, no, I'm not going to that. But I'll, if you're just going with your husband, I'll come over if you're not having sexy time while you're getting ready. I'll have cocktails while you get ready, right? She's like, perfect. So we had this whole plan in place. Later that day, a friend who I volunteered for called and said, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm at the head donor table. We have a seat. What are you doing? To the same gala. So it's black tie. So I super went to the thing that I was just going to do it a farewell Was it one push. seat or two seats? One seat. My husband's out of town. One seat. Perfect. 
So I rode with Spontini's in her Maserati. So they picked me up. I didn't even have to drive. The best part of the whole night, I'm here to tell you, is I put on all this fancy business and it was a super fail getting it ready. And I just decided I'm going with it. I don't care. Walked out of my front door down the driveway to the waiting Maserati. Her husband was driving the car and his jaw dropped literally. And then like he was some 1980s teen John Hughes movie character he lowered the window at the same level as the jaw going down so it went jaw drop (laughs) in a fucking Maserati idling and I'm like I am the greatest woman on the planet and then we went to the thing and it was super fun and I was at this really big table that I had no business being in and everything was included so open bar which they never have at these things Wine and champagne at the table, which they like bottles, which they never have at these things. Super blast, hilarious. Raised to 1.5 million. It was a great night. Wow. It's a great night. But I tried to get, and this is not even what we're going to talk about. I tried to get that tit tape and it didn't work. I completely failed. You know those cutlets? I do. Yeah. And then they have cutlets that look like sort of hands where they grab the boob and put it where it's supposed to go, like the Beyonce tape. Of course. I yeah. tried that. It's double-sided it. tape, so you don't it's need to so, bra. It's so, I tried, it so failed. I wasted all my getting ready time fiddling with these chicken straps. They didn't work. I finally threw them in the corner. I went to the thing with no makeup on. I threw makeup in a bag and put my makeup on in the bathroom at the gala because I'm like, fuck it's it. Classy. Fuck it. I'm so hoary. But you know what? And with no bra. No bra and no chicken hands on my tits. Nothing. And at the end of the night, I don't care. I just went and had fun, and it was great fun. And no, that's not the end. Sloppy, and that's, that's not the, the end of the story. That's not what the picture showed. No, what? What's the end of the story? Okay, so you went with no bra, no tape, oh no my God, nothing. You're gonna tell the whole. You're gonna tell the whole story. <laughs> no, you're gonna tell the whole story. I didn't think we were gonna tell this part. Well, shit balls. So look, the whole thing- last time, Amy, we discussed <laughs> that the reason <laughs> our listenership is going up is because we're honest. And we share when humiliating things, when we shit our pants, when we flip a tit. Here's the part you don't know. So I'm wearing this spangly dress and it's a around the neck part that holds it up. That's called a halter top. It had a really low back. So when you got some ladies in the front, bunk and bagonka, they don't like that. They, I do where I want is what they say. And they like tentacles go and come out of the dress all the time. So I'm trying to like hoink them in there and keep them and stand in such a way. And it's not, it's not. So fast forward, I'm at this table with all these high dollar people and the woman I'm with, who I love, Miss Jody, is sitting there telling the whole time she's like, you don't even know how big a deal that was. Like the mayor will come over and be like, hey, mayor. And, you know, the candidate running for this and Kathy Manning, all these people come over. Hey, you, ho, ho, woo, woo. And I didn't even realize I know the the woman who runs the whole foundation is the mom of my third son's favorite teacher. So I was like, are you kidding? I didn't put those two things together. I'm like, oh, look, how hilarious. So the whole thing, there's all these people that keep bumping and all these people that I know. And it's just surprising that I was so out of the loop for so long. My friend Jody keeps telling me how big a deal, like these people, hi, this is my friend Amy. Hi, this is my friend Amy. And she's like, that person has $80 billion. And I'm like, oh. So I reach over to the woman next to me and I meant to just kind of tap her because I can't keep my hands off people. And instead, I managed to cop a feel. I reached over and I grabbed her leg, which was fully exposed, right? And she does not look like the leg grabbing type. So I reach over and I touch it. No napkin, no dress, just not got a big hand a leg and it was probably more higher up on the leg than one would imagine Amy. but it was late in the night i grabbed it and then i thought this is who i am 
This is who I am, Melissa. What would I do? Would I say, oh, <laughs> excuse me? No. no. Instead, I said, damn, girl, your leg's like velvet. And I grabbed it tighter because it was. Okay. And she w- looked over at me and she said three things in succession. The first thing she said is, well, thank you. And then she says, that's Trader Joe's lavender salt scrub. It's like a daily treat for my legs. And then she leaned in closest of all and said, we need to vacation together. Oh, my God. I love her. <laughs> and her husband went to another table and stole their wine. So I was at the right table is the thing I have to say. I love her. And this is the part of the story you were trying to ladder up to. I had this ridiculous dress on with my front lady parts dangling precipitously out the front of the fucking dress. Which is, by and... the way, the reason I think you were invited in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm there, spangled tits akimbo. And the next thing that I hear is this woman behind us, is it was a live auction, and she was bidding on a puppy. Okay, did you hear this part? They had everything there. Vacations, they had a, an AKC uh, golden retriever, and they brought the fucking dog. So they, they, I'm not, that's how, they were, they were auctioning off shots of bourbon for like $7,000, $9,000. I mean, it was fancy bourbon. Um, but anyway, so then they bring out, and now we have, and they bring out this puppy. Cuddle. And I, I didn't know how to feel, because I was like, that's really sick, and I want to pet that wonderful widow snoofle. So they're carrying the dog around. They, they. They tarted this bitch. They carried the dog through the tables. And everybody's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And the hands are shooting up and the hands are shooting up. And this one woman buys him. And he went cheap. He only went for seven grand. People thought it was going to be much more than that. So anyway, she was so excited that she got this dog. And we were in the process of video. I know, Faith. Seven grand is cheap for a puppy? I think they did the same stunt last year and the dog went for 12 grand. So they were, did I tell you they were auctioning off shots of a, yeah. a shot? Well, people of, are stupid with alcohol, but puppy dog yeah. still needs to be trained. Remember that $26,000 dog? He came with it. He came, he came with his own crate. You get oh, a crate. Oh, you get a crate too. You didn't mention that. You get okay. a crate. Go ahead. You get a crate. So the funny part of this whole story is I'm at this table. I'm making a too loud ass of myself and having a blissful time doing it. I happen to be taking pictures over my shoulder to get the puppy in the woman's arms because she's at the table right behind us. And that is like the head table. We were at a great fucking table. So anyway, I'm trying to not be so obvious. And as I did it, I had my phone facing me. And I realized at that moment, because I was in the photo I just took, that there's a little smudge on the front of my body. And I looked closer and lo and behold, in betwixt my tits, which are out for the whole world to see, it looks like someone has taken a turd and (laughs) smeared it. Up and down my fucking sternum, my breastplate is smeared with brown goo. And I'm like, puppy dog, poop, what? And I look down and I realize that the chocolate who's what's-its that they were serving in the martini glasses, I must have been a little too liberal getting that spoon to my fucking face. And I dribbled chocolate in betwixt my breasts and smeared it. You are and so all bitch. night long, I'm walking around with what looks like a shit stain. Hello, Mayor. The- it's not duty in my boobie. <laughs> it's not duty. It was so gross. If there is any universe where this sounds remotely sexy, I'm not selling it right. It was the most <laughs> sickening looking thing. It was trashy. You're and listening wrong. <laughs> and stupid. It was so fucking gross. And I laughed. And then my favorite part is now that I've recognized it and laughed loud enough for all 10 diners at my table to hee hee ho ho and snap, 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 snap. Right now, I have to get a napkin and, clean and wipe that up. shit off. You, have, you ever, have you ever seen someone 
grabbing each breast and rubbing it with a wet napkin at a table. That's something you do in the bathroom. That's not something you do. I'm not walking to the bathroom. I'm wearing shoes. And the other part is we lit accidentally our bread bowl on fire. (laughs) Twice. (laughs) Raise your hand at the table if you're sorry for inviting Amy to this gathering. No, I didn't light. I actually caught it being on fire. I noticed because I wanted the fucking bread and all these skin flints were not eating. And I said, would you mind passing me the bread? And then someone went, oh my God. And the outside of the metal was really hot and the napkin had a hole in it. Like it was just moments before the whole fucking thing went up in flames. So, and then we did it again. I took so many pictures of people at this thing who are not celebrities. I I thought Britney Spears was sitting at our table. She's, I'm telling you, it was very funny. So anyway, that's an example of what my life is. And it all comes from volunteering and ill-fitting undergarments. I'll have you know that this morning I volunteered at my synagogue and we made See? we made hummintaschen. Do you know what those are? I do. I've eaten them before, but I forget which one that is. I always think of rugula, which is wrong. Which is wrong. Do you have this is a page for your cookie book. I know I've had hummintaschen before, but yeah, I forget which one it is. They're triangle shaped cookies that have That's why I think of the rugula, fruit. yeah. Fruit something in the middle. Rugula is is a. Is the hamantashen? Is that the one that's sort of like it's like Jew pico de gallo, but it's made with like sweet chopped fruits and nuts, chicks and ducks and geese gonna scurry, <laughs> fruits and nuts and beans wanna scurry. Why don't yeah. Why don't we start with Why don't you just tell me what's in hamantashen? <laughs> why don't you tell me what movie you would like to see? <laughs> oh, oh, Kramer. Kramer. <laughs> oh, Kramer. <laughs> Yeah, so this morning, my girlfriend Janine does all the baking. So she makes challah and she makes, she's used to be, she is a baker, but she used to do it professionally and she's fantastic. Um, So they take advantage of that and she comes and brings all of her professional everything. She brings this incredible cookie dough and we, they cut out circles. We do the filling and you fold it, you know, circles fold nicely into a triangle. Um, So that was my morning. And let me tell you, the gala that this synagogue has is still going to cost me an arm and a leg and it happens. No, but then I get to go. See, that's when I'll, I'll show up on your doorstep and I'll be your, your plus, your minus one. You'll be my minus one. Because I'll go and I'll be the bootlegger who, uh, who follows along. It's not on the level of your gallers. It was Um, the JDRF gala. It was for the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. They did so many things so well here, guys. If anybody wants fundraising tips, I'm happy to share. But tell me, I want to hear about yours. Tell me, tell me, tell me. About my what? You're going to go to this gala. What are you raising money for? No, we already had the gala. For future Jews. No, it's to pay the staff they already have. Yeah, it's not that kind of gala. Is that where, is that... Oh, it's Hama, Natasha and Hama. Yes, it's, yes. Triangle delicious cookie. Um, th- So this friend of mine has created new flavors. They come in like prune or... Please don't hate on the prune. Prune apricot. is just a shriveled ass. Apricot is delightful. Apricot's my favorite, but she's so creative that she makes like um the dough in raspberry flavored dough and does a chocolate chip and <gasps> oh raspberry filling. Oh my god! I was gonna filling. say, do a chocolate dough and fill it with apricot. She's oh, done s'mores with the, Yeah, s'mores. She's had the most amazing flavors. She's so creative and wonderful. She's uh she's a gift. And she, she needs just, to package that shit and sell it, and then all the Jews will be saved. That's the con- saved. That's the conversation we had today. Aren't you saving she- the Jews for the? I mean, you'll you'll hire more Jews. You want to hire Jews? It's about employment i have no idea what you're talking about but i will tell Nor you why typically go ahead that it was delightful and i had lots of fun with her um this morning 
I don't have galas to attend like that. It's not a thing. You were also away to conference, which... Oh, the conference was fun. That was nice. Yeah. Which was for your other work life. and My actual work. Yeah. And I went away and saw two friends of ours while looking at more colleges. Oh, you did? Super jealous. So one of our friends, her daughter, says to me, Hey, Melissa, do you know what a vagical is? What? And I said, is that like a fudgical? But for wait a your minute, vagina? how did our friend say how did our friend say this to you? Who, our friend's who, who, daughter. Oh. Yeah, so oh, it's a whole new generation of of, of worse yeah. hooers that we're raising. Amelis, do you know what a vagical is? I'm like a uh, Is that no. like one of those wine coolers, but you stick it up your boop? All viable options that make sense, but she said, No, it's like a facial for your vagina. Oh, Which is when our sick. other friend said, it's not your vagina, it's your vulva. And I know who that friend is. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's so important to use the right terminology. So yeah. like, do you know what a vagical is? Do you know, have you ever heard of people having a, a I don't know, facial for their lady parts? No, my, I have a friend who, who actually did a vampire facial, which is where they extract your own blood and they spooge it on your face. And I got to tell you, she looks like a million fucking dollars made from vampire money. She looks great. She, it's a cheat death facial. Her own blood. That's what she told me. I didn't, I didn't really listen that hard. Cause I was like, what? <sighs> yeah. She look at, I don't care if she walks in and said, I'm taking dolphin you know, spooge and smearing it on my nipples. And now I look like a thousand. I feel like that would make more sense. Whatever she's doing, it's fucking working. But I don't, yeah, I think she said they take your own blood and they all over your face. And then your face looks like a 10 year old face. It's fantastic. So should I cancel my appointment on Tuesday for baby Botox? For the vagical? No, I don't have a vagical appointment. I, I think she's had Botox are- before. She's she's a little bit older than me and I'm older than you. And she looks younger than both of us. But she's had Botox and it works. I, if, I'm, I was asking her about Botox. Like I need to get some of this and do it. If you, you've done it before with success, I think I would keep doing it. I would not keep doing it is the na- number one thing. If you feel like you would like to do it, then fucking do it because it's worked for you in the past. You don't need it. But if you're rich and got time for somebody to stick some needles in your face, go ahead. That's on you. <laughs> it's better than sticking some stuff up your twat. What's the point of a vagical? I don't know. I like a good fudgical, but a vagical is, <laughs> is not. That's you look at. Let's not introduce what a fudgical might actually mean. <laughs> it's, a fudge, it's a fudge pop that you find in your grocer's freezer. Amy. Well, if a vagical is a vaginal facial, what's a fudgical? Stay out of my butt. Output only. Thank you. So the same friend's daughter says, I'm watching two shows I think you'd like. And after she told me what they were, I said, I don't think you know me. Really? What I thought she was going to say, Goop Chronicles on Vagical Network. So she watches Dr. Pimple Popper, which I I can't. John loves Uh -uh. that show. John absolutely loves it. I would exit the table. I would have left the friends group forever. So then our friend said, oh, yeah, well, I really like that show called My Feet Are Killing Me. Have you seen this show? No, I didn't know Pimple Popper was an actual show. I just thought it was an Internet horrible sadness that kept following me around. She's a physician who. Yeah, Yeah. So what they have are the worst feet you've ever seen. Like picture. Picture why? 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 A- I'm, but I'm. A- <laughs> yeah. Don't picture already- this. Ready, everybody. Don't picture yes. this. 
Yes. Basically, it's barnacles are on your feet and you can't even (laughs) walk anymore. Picture the side of a boat that has been in the water for 70 years and they pull it up under from underwater and they have to chip all this stuff off to find boat. They need to chip all this stuff off to find foot. Foot. Yes. (laughs) So... And, oh I, and I'm just sitting there like really what we do when we get together is we stay at a hotel, same hotel every time. They should know us by now. We play cards. We bring in ice cream and sandwiches and we just sit there like dopes and we laugh too loud and we throw the kids in the pool and they come back out and they're, they throw water bottles, getting them to land in the wrong direction. They're, we're just a mess. This is the best kind of vacation. This is the best kind Agreed. of friendship. You pick if you're far away and you say, I never get to see you. You look at a map, you pull out your phone, you pick the point in betwixt you. It's my third time I've said it today. Be that's quick. where you go. Because I guarantee you they got a comfort fucking in at that place. And that's where you're going to stay. It doesn't matter that it's any good or not good. The point is to be together. Go and do I recommend go Homewood Suites. They have a nice little breakfast in the morning as well. well don't they give um, you a cookie on arrival as well? That's I a mean, double tree. The, they give you a hamantaschen when you arrive. Oh. Sounds like a fabulous bag. Doesn't it sound like a great bag? If I was a bag designer, I would have the hamantaschen. And it'd be filled with joy every it'd time. Be filled, it would be filled with joy. Maybe raspberry chocolate chip joy. Who See, knows? I'm so ready. Back to you, Missy. So these two shows that totally discussed and the the thousand pound sisters, my six hundred pound life, and I'm throwing it in there too. My six hundred pound life, I think, is somebody oh that's wrong. My big fat beautiful life is here in uh the town where I am. And they actually shot in my office. They went and asked if they could use our office as one of their locations and they came because I have a very pretty office. So they came and um dressed it up and made it look like not an office, but made it look like a little a little studio downtown, one of these fancy things. And they shot an episode in there. It was very fun. I think they made it her hair studio. (laughs) She was like getting her hair cut, which was weird. But anyway. Yeah, I I can't. I can't with any of those. (laughs) The time I have to actually watch TV. Let me just interrupt again, because I haven't done that enough today. If you're wondering, is this an edited show or is it just whatever they say is what stays? You'll know from pregnant pauses like that. I I just I can't with that. I go to bed after I watch TV. I I need not to have horrible nightmares like I, I need something that calms me down a little. There's no daytime TV. I'm sorry. I, I'm not a college student anymore. There's no, let me sit and catch up on all of these shows. And I told you, I can't watch any of my medical shows at night because Stuart wakes up, sits straight up in bed and starts running codes and he starts freaking out and he can't sleep after that. So he has a... But don't you, my habit is I tape the Today Show. I tape it. And what I'll normally do is as I'm starting my workday, answering emails, doing all the things, I'll play it and it'll be at whatever hour it is that I'm playing it. And it'll take me most of the morning to get through it. Sometimes I'll watch it at night. You said there's no daytime TV. Sometimes I'll watch that shit at night. Maybe there is daytime TV for you. You have a de, the R. You could save things yeah, that aren't I, zit, zits and feet and fatsos. <laughs> I tape the nighttime stuff like Stephen Colbert. I, I really enjoy we him. We tape him too. We tape him too. He irritates me, but we tape him too. He does? He does now. He does now. I loved him so. And our dear friend worked on both of his shows and who has sadly passed on. We love you. More power to you, Daddy Rock. And now every time I watch him, I just feel like... It's too sad. It's just sad. He's not funny enough for me to forget the sad. So anyway. I get it. We do tape tape it. We do tape it. 
I picture what's taped underneath his desk. There's a placard taped under there's there a, from, a picture, from our friend. Picture of our friend. Yeah. Um, hard swivel. Uh, dear listener, do you feel something hurt on your body or feel something going wrong with you and then jump right on WebMD to find out what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? I thought you were going to say, then call a TV crew because they're going to come and film your cracky ass. I have not. Well, I go see a doctor because that's what you're supposed to do. Um, WebMD is a very infuriating website to physicians. When my back hurt, I went and I saw a doctor. And oh, and I got an inversion table. <laughs> you super fucking did spill I did. it. I, I, I have such a glorious mental picture of you trying to get in and out of that fucking thing. Piece did of you cake. videotape it? No, no, it's a piece of cake. It is not. Yep. I your picture feet you in. F- hanging there, dangling, unable to flip yourself like a turtle. Help me. You are not the only one who has said that to me. It's kind of <laughs> like people want me to get stuck in this table. <laughs> what does that say? Like, let's look at a bigger picture it says here. We what know that, you. It what says does that say? We know you. This bitch tell needs us about humbling. It. Talk us through it. Tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us. Found something, found the million dollar table on Facebook, uh, one of those for sale marketplaces for like a hundred. Oh, it's uh, a use it. Okay like under a hundred bucks and come get it kind of thing. Somebody must've been using it as a laundry basket or a hanger closet. So she was thrilled to be rid of it and Stuart set it up in the basement and I got in it and I flipped over and I stayed there. I was like, what is this doing for me? And then my feet started to hurt, but I'm trying it for a couple of minutes, a couple of times a day. And for a little while, my back feels better. So I'm wondering if that gives it enough time to slip that disc back between my vertebrae. It's the traction. It's you're creating space in between the vertebrae. I love it. Okay. I'm hoping that disc is like, oh, wait, I don't belong out here. I belong in here and goes in on its own. But I was saying WebMD is is the enemy of physicians because people come in or even those commercials on TV that tell you, is this what's wrong with you? Because you need this drug. So I think it ratchets it to a new level when it's not WebMD for people, it's WebMD for the four-legged friends who live in your house. Oh my God. Are you loading me up? Do you want me to tell my my vet MD story? I'm so fucking embarrassed. You don't even know what it is. It's so great. I love our vet. I only switched to her because obviously volunteering, we overlapped in a couple of places. I'm like, oh, you protect and help and advocate for dogs who are, you know, you're, you're trying to shut down all the shelters here so that they're 100% no kill shelters. Like she's just a good egg. So I was like, great, I'm going to you. I don't know anything about your credentials. I'm going to you. Of course, she's a great vet. Wins best of vets all the time. So highly respected, wonderful. Take the dog to her. I've mentioned to you that my puppers is um, on the, the sickly side. We go in there, this and that and the other. She says, yeah, I think the ears, I think the nose, I think the drippy eye, I think all these things. I've got to believe that it's allergies. Before we go the aggressive route and give steroids and do all this other stuff, I want you to do this, do this, do this. And if you like, you can also introduce giving him some local honey. We found that to be effective where if you yep. just give a half, a half a teaspoon of local honey every day, it's going to help. And she's going on and on. And she described the whole thing and she stopped talking. And I looked at her and I said, are you sure? And the look on her face was just the look on your face. Like she was talking and I went, I went, local honey, are you sure? Of course. And she looked at me like, you fucking asshole. Why are you here? 
And then I laughed so hard and jumped up and gave her a big hug. And I said, I can't believe I just did that. I said, but I'm, I'm, it's like I'm talking to one of my fucking friends. I said, I didn't right. mean to do this. I just was flashing back to don't give your kids honey because they'll choke and die. Don't give your kids peanut butter. Don't give your dogs grapes. Like give your dog honey sounded like counterintuitive medical advice. She didn't just say honey. It's local honey because it's from the bees locally, from the flowers, (laughs) from all of the allergens that I, it's for kids too. It's for grownups too. It's, or the Manuka honey that comes from New Zealand, but I love that Manuka honey. What the fuck is that? It sounds like perverted. The good stuff thing. Yeah. It's for another episode, I guess. So yes, the fact that you considered her too close of a friend to take her authority on this topic at all seriously is hilarious, disrespectful, and wonderful story making. But she's she went to vet school and she's right. They tell you to do it for your kids too. The local honey has all the introduction of all the local shit in your I area. couldn't believe when it popped out of my mouth and the look on her face Oh, she happens. It's only important because the next part that comes after it, she happens to be gay. And she went through this whole thing where she was having, you know, my big gay wedding and all the rest of it. And I guess some people were not supportive, which I find I don't really get. And when she happened to mention in passing, you know, that she had fallen in love and that she was going to get married, I was like, oh, my God. And I was just asking her about it and talking about her romance and the wife and all this other stuff and the fiance. And she was very moved by it. And she was like, thank you for your support. It was such a weird fucking thing to say. I'm Supporting so out love. of touch. Thank you. I was so out of touch when somebody would look at you like, you don't, I just, I just talked to my vet friend about her main squeeze and she is always aware that she has to qualify it. And that was the kind of thing That's I was sad. like, it's, it's, we're, let's all work to make it not the case because I don't Sad. think of it as any fucking different as anything else. And it, and that's a problem too because it clearly is different. And to, to forget that it's different is like forgetting, you know, I don't see color. Well, you fucking should because lots of other people do and they right. fix about it. And you got to so, yeah. make it right. You yeah. got to make it right. You, you got to make, make it right. But what was funny was this morning while sitting with some older people uh, making homentation. I mean, volunteers, <laughs> you know, when you volunteer, it's people um, who can and whether you can because you can afford or can because you have fucking time. Like it's or one or the because other. You're a good person or can because you're a good person. So you're all three. I'm you're- volunteering and some of these old people are talking about politics. I, oh, no. And I'm like, I'll be over here triangling squares to make. Is it fair to say? Speaking as the not representative of all the Jews, is it fair to say (laughs) that the majority of Jews are democratic minded in the same way that I am a Catholic? And it is sadly fair to say that the majority of Catholics are Republican minded. It is because it aligns with the dictum. And so, yeah. So weren't you in a safe space? I was. But what was funny was one of them said this. I do like that Pete. But this country won't allow it. No, no, triple no. And I said, (laughs) let it go. I was like rocking. Let it go, Melissa. Let it go, Melissa. And I said, (laughs) allow it? Question mark? And she said, you know, like, clearly I do and I don't. (laughs) I'm going to make you say it. This country wouldn't allow a gay man in the White House. And I said, I'll bet you in the last 45 they did, but they didn't know it. (laughs) But besides that, I think they're ready. <laughs> I, said, I, I think they're ready. I think it's... What do you, what do you think, Ellen? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think they're ready. And then I thought, 
pass me the apricot spooge so I could finish filling all of these things. I can't. Like, I'm not going to engage other than to say, yeah, don't vote or not vote because what you think other people can handle. You do Here's right by... what I by- heard recently that stuck with me, and I think this would be a good opportunity, would have been a good opportunity to do. You did it naturally in your own way, but even to take a step further. When people say these things... They're baby stepping into acceptance themselves. And our job and our ability is never to change what somebody else thinks. That's, that's, so don't even wage that fight. That's, that's foolish, right? You did the right thing, of course. But I was a woman, right, that said this? Yep. Oh, okay, so, so, her, so her saying, I like that, Pete, was a risky thing to say. And her qualifying it with, I don't think the rest of the world is with me, is her baby stepping into, but I'm okay with it. And I'm going to work to make it okay. So those sentences are coming at some point in the future. They're not there yet. So even for her to say, I like that Pete, is her way of saying, am I in a place? Am I in a world? Am I in a community where it's okay? Where I can like somebody that, you know, 10 years ago, I would have never said I like that Pete, right? Regardless of the politics. So the thing we're talking about here, for those that don't know, is there's a candidate running for uh, the Democratic Party, uh, for the presidency of the United States. He is a mayor of Indiana and he is openly gay and a married gay man. So he is the Who first Who are you talking to right now? The whole world. We have international fucking listeners. Maybe you should check it out. Australia? <laughs> uh Sweden? We stand with you, Australia. Guess who else we have? And they don't need my explanation. Russia. We have some fucking Russians. So they already know. <laughs> they already know. <laughs> they and already they've got know. their own viewpoints. I missed it more Mayor Pete. So in any event, the, the point that I'm making here is it could have been about anything. It could have been about race. It could have been about gender in other ways, right? To start to baby step into saying something like that, it's it, so to have met her with everything that you did was right. And it's also like, that's okay. I think they are, right? Which yeah, is I think to re- reinf- reinforce, and which you did, reinforce the, the future that you want. Reinforce the future that you want. Do you know what future I want? I don't. I think I do. I want to be there, whatever it is. I think you do. I love a good cheese board. <gasps> oh, my God, the cheese board. Can we agree that a good cheese board is like joy, especially if there's a good bread board next to it, next All to the it. cheese there board? Is, oh, darling. Yeah, there's of course. No cheese board without bread. So, yes. Charcuterie and cheese, all of the above. The the board, the idea of the board, but it really just it really is just a cheese and meat, isn't it? That's all no, I do think of you when I hear the word charcuterie. And you should <laughs> I do because and then you, I spit on the ground because yeah. you like to make it nice. You like to always I host super do. home, not your home restaurant, wherever we are. I make you a like board. to have a banging board. That's that's your thing. Even if you do it for the table. Uh, let's get this for the table. I'd like to for the table. <laughs> and and it's a wonderful reputation to have, to constantly want people to feel like there's something there for them, something delicious, right. something of comfort. So uh, I'm a, an enormous fan of all your boards, all your banging boards. I did see a board on the, on the interweb that was a pancake board. Oh, my God. They had mini pancakes, little tiny mini pancake circles, and all sorts of toppings. We would call those accoutrements. To go. Ah! And you don't pronounce the S, but fuck you, Grammar Dragon. (sighs) Grammar Dragon. I'm like, who's Grandma Dragon? (laughs) Whoever the Grammar Dragon is is going to fly out and bite me in the ass and light my hair on fire. Tell me about. It's trending. 
It's Tell trending. Me. There's be about fruit. The board. There's fruit. There's cheese. There's nuts. It's kind of like your one of your banging boards, but instead of the bread, which is a staple, and what I had for lunch today, by the way, what do you have in less bread with um butter for lunch? Yes. 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 <laughs> Who are you? Why yes. are you questioning my life choices? Exactly. Not friend. Not family. Uh, my family knows. But a pancake board, how genius is that? What do you do? And, and to make those pancakes, it's a little on a little platter because you don't have to make it the right size. You just need little tiny, really, vehicles to bring the berries and the cheese and the spreads. Oh, so it's like, it's like a gringo taco. Yes. So you take your pancake. Do it. And you fill it with delight. Hey, Amy, what's cooking? Oh, my God. And then you roll this master bitch up and shove it in your gullet. <laughs> oh my God, there's nothing better than a pancake when you cook the outside with butter and not oil. Yes. And it makes that lacy little delightful thing. Well, it's, it's easier to cook a pancake with oil because of the higher flash point. So when you cook it with butter, you have to have a little really bit more. Really watch it. You have to have a little bit more skill because the butter will burn or it'll be browned butter, which has a nutty flavor. Okay. It's not really what, it's not the ideal. So to have the perfect pancake, you're going to start already with some melted butter. You're going to pour it in that pan. You're going to get it just sizzly enough. And then you're going to drop that beautiful, and it's going to go bubble, bubble, bubble. And when you flip it over, it's not only cooked, but the pattern of the browned bits on the pancake the butter are going to are going to make like a little snowflake star so that every single one is unique. And when you bite it, it's crunchy on the outside and super soft and fluffy on the inside. And the inside is also going to be stuffed with beautiful raspberries and syrups and chocolate chips and fruit and maybe a little marshmallow and all of the delights from the board that you wedged on top of this delicious literal pancake that you fold in half and wipe it all over your face or your breasts if you're out at a party. I mean, evidently, this is the way that you do things. You take a pancake and you shove it down the front of your blouse and then a million and a half dollars are raised. <laughs> and you get a puppy. <laughs> all for diabetes. <laughs> all for di- All for all juvenile. All for D1D, bitches. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Back to the gala just for 30 seconds. It was so – there were so many things that were so well done. The center piece, the decoration that they had hanging, you mentioned that you were volunteering. That's the reason that Maserati was there at all, Spontini's. She had gone and volunteered with a whole bunch of people to save the foundation money. They hand-wired glittering paper, wire, 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 in long streams. And then they affixed that to a giant thing that they suspended in the middle. So it was like this huge glittering octopus in the middle of a gigantic ballroom. I took a picture. I'll show you. It's gorgeous. Can I ask you, wouldn't it have been smarter to use your winter balls that you put in trees and have those all over the room i guess you could i guess you could these were it was just super i think it was labor intensive super inexpensive they're they're flat if you could picture squares of almost so probably 12 by 12 there were squares of paper pretty heavy stock but they were kind of glittery on one side all solid colors and then they had they had wired one to the next to the next but think of like a fishing line wire yeah so they're hanging in long streams and then as the as people would enter the room, they would go, I mean, it was just beautiful. It was gorgeous. Do you have a picture that you can put mm-hmm. on our... I have a picture that I can put on our... In and if I'm And if I'm really bad and block out my face, I might even put that chocolate tits. I want to see the pancake board. That's the picture I, I will put see. the pancake board up That's in the one Brill, I eat. Brill Ob's pod. That's the one. 
or Brillo BS pod. <laughs> so I have to fucking rename that dumb private group on Facebook. Uh, B-R-I-L-L, like Krill with a B, OBS, O-B-S, pod. Like, if you can't get there at that point, I really can't help you. You're not welcome. <laughs> it's not for you. If you can't figure what pod is for, this ain't for you. Hey, it's super great. Um, I will put a picture of the pancake board, which blew me away. I'm just, I went away. You all know, we talked about how Amy and I went away um, to Atlanta together and we had breakfast together every morning and she made for me something that made me, that sparked from this pancake board. She just took the most incredible fresh bread that when you're cutting into it, you hear the crisp on the outside and the just smoothie melts in your mouth on the inside. She slathered it with butter, an amazingly rich cheese, and a marmalade that was on the table in a like um, super sweet orange. Well, I, I don't even yep. know what it was. Yep, 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 yep. It was crazy because it was that crunchy, oaty, weedy, I'm super healthy, but kind of not bread, the delicious, thick, brown, humble, yumble bread. Might have been honey in there too. Like I covered it, was- it with all that crap. And on top, because it was the cheese had some tang, the butter had that gooey, delicious, luscious, fat mouthfeel. And on top of the whole thing, the surprise, on top of the marmalade, which is orange marmalade, very sweet, very sticky, all these perfect flavors. And then the thing right on top was a few chives, which you don't expect. And it took the whole thing into this startling, bright breakfast town. It was a delight in your mouth. It's fantastic. So I'm watching her prepare it for what could be, I don't know, 18, 20 <laughs> minutes. And I'm like, yo, I'm getting a piece of that shit. Like, there's no way I'm not taking a bite of that. I think you offered first. And I was like, no, yeah. you really worked hard on that. You should definitely reap all those benefits. And you made me take a bite. And I kind of cried a little. It's so very when I saw great. When I saw the pancake, I will never doubt you. And when I saw the pancake board, I'm like, yo, this is for Fugazi. This is right up your alley. It's right up your fudgicle. It. It's oh. right up. It's right up there. It's right up your fudgicle. And that and that set segment is known as, hey, Amy, what's cooking? <sighs> Amy, we I've in the past we've talked about a couple of these things. I don't know if you were on pod at the time. Or not, but spanking kids in public. Thoughts? Oh, my God. I I don't really know who could be for this. I I don't know. (laughs) I don't know where you're going to land on this thing. But I had an encounter recently. was out trying to get, honestly, something for the front porch. It's springtime. I'm just trying to break out. I went over to a place to, you know, they have really good home stuff. It's really inexpensive. doesn't look inexpensive. Wandering around. And it happened to be this, I think it was President's Day. So it was like a ridiculous sale. And this child was running, running in and out of this giant warehouse style home store, running, laughing, squealing, the kind of running that makes you think, why don't you watch your fucking kid? That was my first thought. Like my a wild animal. Was, like something's going to break. My first thought was, fuck you, where's this girl's dad? Where's this girl's mom? That's oh, my first thought. I assumed it was a boy. Okay, go no, ahead. No, and that's why I wanted to say, because she was a terror. And she was running around like a terror. And clearly she was playing with her brother. They were playing chase, right? And then even as I had that thought, and before I could censor my own thought and think, you're a raging bitch. Like even before I could even get there, I heard her giggle. And that alone went from she was running and shrieking and squealing in a way that was like, and then I heard her giggle and I thought, oh, these are bored fucking kids and they're having a game. I'm so happy for them. It happened like that in my head, right? 
And then I just looked at the kids and I smiled and I always try to like, you know, because they came running past me in such a way where they thought, oh shit, we're in it now, right? Because we, you know, they knew they were misbehaving, but they were having fun and I was kind of giving them the look like, you know, bad behavior sanctioned by me. So anyway, later <laughs> in my shopping trip, I love sadly, sadly, I happened to encounter, yep, they're there. The dad like stormed up to them, grabbed a hold of her by the arm. Where have you been? Pulled her to the side and starts wailing on her ass. Literally spanking Seriously? her Seriously? You're watching yes. this. Yeah, well, I, I immediately, when I saw him coming, turned the other way because I knew it was not going to be good. Because sometimes you see those parents coming and you want to give them the look like, um, we're all parents. Isn't that great? You're not offending anybody. Don't train your, like when you see a dog doing something bad in public, don't train your dog in front of me. You know, do it at home. Don't do it at all. So, no, I knew what was coming. And he just grabbed a hold of her, pulled her to the side. And they weren't horrible spanks, but they were like startling spanks to her and to the rest of us. Cause now she yeah. went from giggling, no, I'm sorry, daddy, just screaming out loud. And it was like a lot of that, you know, pound, pound, pound. And it, it, there was probably 10 pounds on her bottom that I heard from aisles away and her wailing and crying. And the whole thing I could think to myself is the only reason she's running up and down these fucking aisles, dick, is cause you were too busy looking at the 70% off rugs. Sorry, that ain't her fault. That's called right. your fucking fault. You checked fault. out, stopped parenting, and brought yeah, her here. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And in the course of that trip, she got away from him again, and they went through this whole fucking thing again. And I'm like, you didn't learn your lesson yet, Dad? You didn't learn your bad dad lesson? Where's your wife and all this? Meaning she was right there with them shopping, and always it was the dad. Like, so I was always sort of thinking, like, why aren't you getting involved, Mom? Or, or would it be worse? Would you grab a hold of the kid and strangle her? Like, I mean, how is this helpful? The whole thing it just made me so upset. So because I can't do about- anything, I can't do anything. It's there. Not only is it their purview. Not only, sadly, in our country, it's their legal fucking right. In the majority of school districts in our country, public school districts, check your state, gang. It is the legal right of teachers to use what is called corporal punishment on your kids. It is the legal right. I would bet you in public schools and. Pennsylvania that no. the teachers can strike your kids. It no. is in North Carolina because I looked it up and I went and I had it changed at well, my the- independent school. It was rewritten out of the code. It is the legal right of teachers to use corporal punishment on your kids. It's an the old South rule. It's is still fucking there. shit crazy. No, the South is fucking crazy and you're in a private school so it shouldn't even matter there. It was, a f- it, I went to our school and said, this is the code in various counties. I want you to check and make sure if it is the policy at our school, I want it changed and they, they had it changed. I'm here to tell you it is in more places than you think because it's one of these forgotten things. Uh, there's there's batshit. Yes, the South is batshit. We do not have a corner on the market on batshitness. And I'm here to tell you that they're like, you can marry your cow laws that are on the books right now in your fair state and states further north than us both. So lots of madness is there. I would encourage you to look at it. The point being, it was this family's right to do something that kind of as humans we know is not right. We all know it. The research tells us, our hearts tell us, our faiths tell us, our communities tell us, our children who grow up right tell us, our children who grow up wrong tell us. Spanking don't fucking work. And I was powerless except to say, oh, there's some more damage happening in the world. Yeah. So there are 19 states where it's still legal to beat your kids in school. Did you just find that? Yeah. You're a fucking wizard. But I can't can't go through that now because I can't do two things at once i'm slow slow missy i like, I like um, single tasking i it's focus um here's the issue for me i don't beat my kids i don't care whether it's in public or in private i don't think hitting a child is any lesson other than saying 
let's hit. There's there's right. no there's right. no way that hitting is the right answer. I'm going to say <laughs> here's a ever. Pow. <laughs> right. And now and now luckily though because now my kid is over 62, 63 at this point and a, a big kid who could fucking kill me if he wanted to. Right. Oh yeah, mommy, right. you want to try that again? But I will say this, there's a window I think where if you were to discipline with uh corporal punishment it might earn you respect that I don't have or fear, probably more fear. My kids are not afraid of me. And sometimes I don't know that they necessarily respect me either. Yeah, but I, but I never hit my I kids. Don't remember, would you rather be loved or feared? You know, you'd rather be loved. Always. But I, I there's no, do you, would you do it in public? Uh, I wouldn't do it in private. I wouldn't do it on a car, in a car, in a, in a bar or. I will not a, spank green eggs and ham. Yes, so I will not spank green eggs and ham because that is teaching another human only to hit. So if I have to, whatever it was, I had to find another way. Was there a situation at one point where a child ran into, from from coming, getting out of the car, ran into a very crowded parking lot and scared the bejesus out In of somebody? In the path somebody. of a car or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a, an arm grab and a, and a reaction, but it was never, okay, choose your switch. Dear listeners, were you beaten as a child? Because <laughs> <laughs> we're... Cause we're is that why you like this podcast? Is torture, is does it bleed into your sex life now? Like what? Who are, dear listeners, who hurt you? We're trying to, we're trying to do a little audience profiling. What's wrong with you? Dear listeners. Was it, was who it hurt a, you? Were you denied pancakes with a switch? Oh my God. Yeah. Dear listeners, did you, were you beaten as a child? Did you hit your kids? And how has that served you in your in your present? Dear Anga, this is going totally the title of this episode. Dear <laughs> dear listener, who hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I got it's I know we're joking about something that's super not funny at all, and I it was culturally okay in my corner of the world in the mid-Atlantic region in, you know, the late 60s through the mid-80s, right? It was still this culture in my Italian heritage that you at least talk to mean game about, you know, I'm a pop you, I'm a this, that the language was very much like that. I did not, I think I maybe got a pop on the bottom that I recall. I don't even think I recall it, but mentally I know I've, I've had at least one on my butt. Maybe it's been a handful of times. It was not a regular thing. It was not a threat. There was no object that was included. It was a hand, right? And so uh, it was also a-okay. You would see people talking about on TV shows at the time, people talking about getting hit with a belt or with a switch or whatever, getting hit with hairbrushes. Some friends would get hit a lot and it was their go-to move. There was a particular hairbrush or whatever that was the threatened thing. The wooden and spoon. And sometimes, yeah, sometimes it was Wire the threat. Wire Broom handle, all of these horrible things. <laughs> but, but, well, but part of it, well, it's because like you, the kids would hide under the bed and the mom would take the broom handle to like suss them out from under and then whap them when they got out. So, and this all sounds incredibly violent and horrific, which I'm sure it is. At the same time, a lot of it was the language and the threat. The threats that were used to shake you up, get your attention were so different than they are now. And I also think that the very real threats of the world around you were so much less than they are now. And it's what are your ridiculous. Threats now? 
Give me the car keys. <laughs> Meaning the threats of the world around you. There was no issue with being out unsupervised, wandering multiple two and three neighborhoods away until the sky got a certain color. Your parents didn't know where you are and you, there was no way to get a hold of you if they did. There's no phone, there's no GPS tracking. We, we, weren't, we were not worried about predators scooping you up. I don't think at my the parents bus. cared. I don't think they cared. I think they, they had didn't kids. care. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. They didn't care in the way that they, they weren't required to care. They weren't invited to care by the circumstances. It was not a feature on the nightly news that some kid is getting scooped up at the bus. You don't think kids were abducted you don't think that was happening i do but i don't think it was happening with the frequency that it is now and the reporting of it was nowhere near as widespread two things happen so we didn't hear about it as often and the idea was not seeded and planted with instructions for not only how to do it yeah, here's a manual for right. how to evade it and with all the rewards of being on the news of having it. so all of those things in the cycle now just to you know Encourage. I don't know how that relates to spacking, yeah. spanking, but the idea was everybody talked a mean game and that didn't necessarily correlate into rampant physical abuse in the majority of households. Everybody talked about it, though, like it was happening. And I, I don't, you know, children should be seen and not heard. That was 20 years before we were kids. That was you, the way it worked. Do you know what our GPS was when we were younger? <laughs> our, our GPS was somebody's mom stands on the front porch and yells, Hey, Annie, Annie, you get your ass back here. Annie, Annie, get your Like it was, Annie, it's time for you to go home. My mom had a bell. She had a bell on the back door and she would ring that fucking bell and you would sort of be like, oh, fuck, that's the bell. And that's our bell. Home. Is mm -hmm. that our bell or is that the cow bell? What, what bell is that? Bell. And then, and then I, there was a certain, oh my God, you just pulled out a bag of jelly beans. What are you trying to do to me? What are you trying to do to me? I thought you were my friend. No, the, the lights would go on and we would go home and we would end our night. But now it's where now the threats are give me your phone. You mm -hmm. can't take the car. I mean, the threats are kind of, I can't even say they're parallel because we never threaten physical harm. We take away from them what they value. How is beating your child taking away what they value? I don't think it is taking away with it. I don't think that was ever the point. I think that it was an expression in the most literal sense of dominance. It was. No, that's disgusting. You, you have, but it, but that's, what else could it be? The idea that as, as the authority figure, the parent, right? That's how our entire culture worked at a point and all the way back into the dark ages. I mean, and, be, so and earlier just, than that, my fucking well-educated children would tell me, well, the idea is the authority is the one that sets the rules and you enforce the rules and the, the penalty is pain. The pain point that you're creating now is taking away of okay. a cherished privilege. The okay. pain point in prior generations was fucking physical pain. <laughs> okay. Physical pain. I'm going to stab you with this red hot poker because you, you had to put it that way. It the pain, yeah. the pain part. That's how, that's how you made it clear to me. The that consequence helps me understand. Is a it's a pain. It's a negative. Yeah. I get to say what happens to you and what happens to you is fucking sadness. Bring it. <laughs> We don't have... Oh, we're the greatest parents in the world! <laughs> yeah, um, we're not saying our parenting is the way to go, but if you're beating your kid, you're missing the point. If you're beating your kid, you're missing the point of why that behavior happened. And beating your kid does not stop the behavior. And how do you feel decent or okay with yourself after you raise your hand and smack a child? I mean... 
it's kind of despicable. And so you you went the other way because you couldn't watch it happen. I would go the other way because I couldn't keep from saying, what the fuck is wrong with you hitting a child? Why don't you man up and parent and maybe you won't have this problem? I mean, you wouldn't have said that to a stranger. You wouldn't have. uh, I think it's easier to say it to a stranger than it is to somebody I know. Have you ever engaged with someone who was who was engaging in incredibly inappropriate behavior? Have you ever engaged with this? You've never done this. I'm not putting you on the spot like this is the worst thing to do. I'm just saying I don't think that's what you would have done. I think you would have been really conflicted and angry and you would have exited. But I also think if there was nowhere for you to flee, I don't think you would have said something to this person. I don't see you as the... I'm going to stick my righteous finger in this. And you would have been right, but I just don't think that you would have done it. I've I'm super passive that. aggressive. I think you know that. I'm su- out out in the world. I'm like a unicorn. Melissa was spotted. <laughs> I'm super <laughs> passive aggressive. So it would have been more like under my, not, not under my breath, but to my child. I would never have done that with you in a store. I would have realized that I, I would not talk to that person because I don't know them. I would talk to my child. Right. And say, I would never have done that with you because I know full well it's my fault you're acting like a fucking dick in public. And that's what would have come uh, out of my well, mouth. Well, that would have been perfect. No, that would have so, been good. But I and, would not. And, you're right. I would not shake my finger in their face and say you should But I do this. also think and I also got to believe that just like the politics, my reason among the many reasons for turning away I'm not going to change this dude. There's not a single thing that I can do to disrupt or change or modify or in any way temper his behavior by giving my opinion on it. Because sadly, he's in a place where he he's not doing this because he's completely lost control. He's doing it because he thinks this is a reasonable choice to the circumstances he is engaged in. He's witnessing. So he's standing here seeing it and thinking, oh, this is a reasonable consequence. And that's the part that's crazy. Yeah, but when you say, well, it was culturally blah, 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 so was dogfighting. But when you find out that it's wrong and it is common knowledge that it is wrong, you don't fucking fight dogs. And now there are laws against it. And now if you beat your kid, there are laws against that too. If your kid complains and says, my parents beat me, they can be taken away from you. Like there, Well, it's, it's he's wrong. He's 100% wrong. Having an, a random stranger come up and say it is not going to give him... Is not going to give him the information he needs to change. But where, and I, I love the store. It's not the store's responsibility, but is it though? Because is this the case where the store, like, should I have gone to the store and said, first of all, I'm walking out of the store because this is happening in your store, right? So you now have to know that you're okay with it. Or you can get on the loudspeaker and say, hey, there ain't no, there ain't no spanking in our fucking store. <laughs> no I'm talking to you 70% off. Yeah. So get the fuck Wrong out. Man. Hey, run well, man. Well, I mean, I've walked out. I've walked out of other stores where we are in many places. There are stores. I don't know if it's an open carry state, and I should know because I volunteer for Moms Demand Gun Sense, our local chapter. I've walked out of a Walmart before because three people, I was there with my youngest son, and I don't shop there regularly. We were there for some specific Walmart item. I don't even remember what. Three people walked in, two adults and a old enough teenager that I might have said three adults, a couple and a child who was a teen. All three of them, all three of them, open carrying guns on the belt. And mom's gun was pink. She had a pink revolver on her fucking belt. And in they walk with three guns. And I'm like, there is nothing that I need that is worth you imbeciles getting getting the power of, of my life in your hands. So out we go. I don't care. Out we fucking go. And it's it's gross. It's gross. So and I, Dick Sporting Goods, stopped selling guns, folks, and stopped selling whatever it is, bullets. They started ammunition. I don't know enough about it. I should know enough about it. Is this a case where the store 
should have what can what can be done? How can we help? Is it that even rampant? Do you see people whacking their kids in public or was this a one a rarity? I don't see it because I, I really, again, my passive aggressive, I would find somebody I knew to speak loud enough to be heard by that person and be just angry enough, but it's not helping anything. I, I don't say that my passive aggression, some would say I'm just aggressive and not passive aggressive. But. Well, I would say in my in my Costco shopping, Target visiting life, you know, I'm just trying to, I'm running in my head how many times I would hear kids losing their shit in these environments and I would say that better than 80% of the time, it's the parent making some some other usually wrong choice with this kid. I've seen everything from the parents sitting down, physically sitting on the floor with the child having the tantrum. They sat there and waited it out. No, you walk away. Nobody wants their screaming kid. They sat there as if to say, we hippies support you, little tantrum thrower, and we're going to wait until you're re- until you're okay again, and then we'll all walk around. I'm like, no, you're not going to fucking wait. Take that shit outside. But they sat there all the way through dragging the wailing, you know, octopus of a child outside yes. while they're in the throes. No of bones, the- I've seen that lots many of times. tentacles. <laughs> no bones. Or the worst of all is the ignoring the incredibly disruptive in the seat, in the cart child, pushing around, ignoring in the sense that all of your basic needs are met except for whatever problem is causing you to cry this way. Sugar. I'm going to keep on shopping. I'm going to keep on shopping. Don't worry about the other shopping. 200 people don't worry in this about, store. Don't worry about whatever this kid needs. Clearly, they're not getting. And whatever the rest of us need, like a moment of fucking sanity in the coffee <laughs> right. aisle, we're not getting either. So I don't know what all the answers are, but it ain't those three. How about that? Yeah. I mean, I you really can't tell people how to parent. You can't tell. I mean, you can try to shame them into – that's actually my parenting technique, shame. <laughs> so, so, I mean, somebody's going to write a book making me a bad parent, and I'm going to sign it at the book sign. Chapter <laughs> all of them. Chapter the one. Eight. Chapter Don't all do them. what Missy does. The Amy way. Yes. Bad, 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 bad. So I have this theory on spanking. You do? It's for adults only. <laughs> I mean, there's really nothing wrong with spanking as long as you're two consenting adults. A little butt slap. Do you like that? And I don't, think, I don't think a four-year-old or seven-year-old or 10-year-old is a consenting adult. No. So keep your fucking hands to yourself until it comes to somebody saying, ow. And it's <laughs> two consenting adults. I don't mind a little giddy up slap, but it's but it's not slap is even an overstatement. I That's about as far as I'm going to go. I feel like, weirdly, I do like to dish it out, though. And that's not welcomed by anybody. I don't... I don't <laughs> that's not true. No, I don't like... I don't like... I'm not like a crazy S and M or aggressor. I don't even know what is that the right one? Yeah. I was what's B? Oh, that's bondage. No, I fucking hate bondage. But the little slap business, I don't know. It hurts your hand, your ass gets red. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I can't see my ass on the regular, so I don't you can care feel really it. what it looks you like. You can feel it. I don't know. I don't I, I don't true. I don't know. I don't need things to be, you know, very gentle. But at the same time, I don't want to feel like, fuck, I fell down the steps. Like, I, there's something in between. <laughs> <laughs> I fell down the steps. I mean, shit hurts. At a certain point, shit hurts. We got a lacrosse family. I'm used to people, you know, you wrestling that, and being ridiculous. And that's, you know, there's a level you have of that this. crazy mane. How do you feel about hair pulling? My Hair pulling? Zero. <laughs> 
I think you answered that with your hair pulling. No, I fucking hate it. The worst part of having a lot of hair is it gets, you want it to be like sexy, but it's never convenient. You're either laying on it or somebody's arm no, is on it or you turn your head I and you're like, that. Oik. no, I, I don't, don't mean an elbow I don't, stuck. I, I mean, don't, I don't real. I am not down with being treated like an animal. I don't like people directing my head. I don't like. How do you treat animals? What is happening? If you here? if you're riding a horse and you want them to turn and you bareback, you're gonna grab a hold of their mane and turn their fucking head. I don't. What are you doing pulling my hair unless you want my face someplace? Fuck and that is the answer. No thanks. And P.S. It hurts okay. your scalp. Who's pulling your fucking hair? And what are they trying to stop laughing? You open this can of horse. Let's go. A can of horse. <laughs> Look, no! the answer to spanking. No, it's is, hair. Who's pulling your hair? Is, nobody's you pulling my hair. Do. That doesn't want to punch in the face. Nobody. No, anyone who'd like think, a punch I in the think face. You gets, like it, Tinkerbell. I think nobody you likes like it. Tinkerbell. I'm an evil I'm an evil fairy. Yeah, so bottom line, don't fucking spank your kids. Spank gross, your partner. Gross turn, but yes, that's all gross. I, don't spank your kids, spank your partner. Spanking only works if there's consent. And I guarantee you that child is like, I'm sorry I ran in the rug department. Would you whoop up on my ass to prove a point? Yeah, that's not. <laughs> and I feel better now, daddy. I said ass. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I'm right. sorry, daddy. It was awful. I hate that shit. That sounds gross, even in the perverted sense. So stop it. <laughs> okay. All right. That's it. That's it. No more. That's it. <sighs> stop. Rumor has it you would like to do a shout out. I would. My I fine would, feather I friend. I would. I would. I would. I would. So many people are posting on all of our socials and I love it. And I would love to be able to list them all by name and I'm badly prepared and I don't have them all by name other than there's a guy who's on there a lot who um, is always telling us good information. And I love it every time and I take such joy in it. You would think I would pull it up and know. The other one that comes to mind is... Are you talking about Adam? Are you talking about Adam? Yes! Yes! Yeah, dear listeners, Adam is the host of Odd Dad Out. Another super... I mean, there are like six people I know. So yeah, Adam's on my list. You're on my list, Adam. Um, Check him out. And thank you for your contributions to our stories and our thoughts and our pictures. I love hearing what you have to say, reading what you have to say about shit we post. I love that you guys are out there. You're listening and you're commenting. Is there anyone else you want to... Yes, in fact, there's a handful, but because um, I get a lot of texts from people who I know personally, and there, I got one from Michelle, who's a friend here locally, and it was after the podcast where I bared my my soul of what would embarrass me, and I said, "Oh, it would be my poor record keeping and Finances. all the yep. all the mistakes I made." And and the the hour after that show dropped, she sent a text saying, "Not to betray too much," she's like, "You are not alone. You may think you're alone. You are not alone." That's I was like, point. I I know I'm alone, but I thank you for the lie. Felt great. And the best one of all, the best one of all is, of course, I got a phone message. I almost thought I'm going to bring it in here and play it from the woman herself. It was Marnie leaving a message saying, hey, I heard your podcast. I just want to let you know. I'll be there next you, week. I'll clean up your shit. I will clean up your shit whenever you want. No judgment. Pick a date. Bye. Now yeah, I knew she- it already, but just to hear it, I was like, <laughs> dear listeners, make friends like this. Make friends that have excellent, specific skills that will, at some point of your life, be super useful. Marnie, 
<laughs> we all have a date plugged in for you to jump in and fix our finances. <sighs> had to happen. It had to happen. Remember, our self-care guru is out west. We have uh, Sarah to do that. Morning to take care of finances in your group of friends. Assign everyone a task. Let them know that in the future, they will be responsible for cleaning up messes you've made in different aspects of your life. They will not be surprised. They will not be surprised. I promise you. And as our thanks and gratitude, we will make a Hamantaschen combination pancake board just for you. I will put out, you know what? I might put it out before this drops so people are like, what the fuck is this? Can't wait to hear your episode. Oh, my God. Um, Dear listeners, we are available to you uh, at Listen Brilliant. Yeah, right? Listen Brilliant and Brilliant Observations at gmail.com. That's the one. That's the one. You can write us. I I interrupted and so she stopped and we're looking at each other like, are you going to go? It's like that thing with the milkshake. If you, if I and you, you go, you do this part. I always, you do it so well. If we have moved you in any way. To giggle, to fart, to laugh, to share it. Yes. Oh my God. Me too. Or I to beat call my kids. Fuck Child you, bitch. Protective Services. Yes. yes. <laughs> Not on me. I mean, you can protect. You Not can on protect, me. Yeah. You can protect them from me shaming them, but you cannot protect me, them from violence because <laughs> we don't hit oh. in our house. I mean, we used to wrestle, but come on, I can't do that anymore because it doesn't. It doesn't work. So it actually just for the just for the cap on the pen, it actually does the opposite. It reinforces violence. Uh, hum- humility and shame and mistrust and Not disrespect humility, humiliation it takes humiliation yeah. yeah 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 big difference uh, it it does it does you correct correct as usual it does the exact opposite of what you think it's doing as the aggressor it's not it's not proving to this person to submit to your will. It's actually doing the opposite. It's showing that you are not trustworthy. You are not reliable. You are not the person that they will ever do anything Turn except to. they'll, yeah, they're now going to, it's, it's inviting them to manipulate the situation so that you understand less about and what's going on. And violence begets violence. If you think yeah. you're beating a child to get them to stop something, you're starting something. And yeah. just so you know, we are not experts in any field. <laughs> no, so. but the good news is, the good news is, in this case, all we're doing is quoting the experts. So all you need to do is type in, is spanking okay? And then whatever answers you get back, as long as they're from a research-based source, they're going to point out to you how, you know, with all the, I saw something today that a Harvard researcher, everybody wants to say Harvard, yeah, yeah, a Harvard researcher, because they're so great, reinforced that Mr. Rogers had it right, that, you know, People are generally kinder and um, good in their core. You know, there's some theories that say people are bad and we all want to do this. No, is every all the research is pointing to we're good people. We're going to do the right thing. We're going to try harder. So if you're one of these, if you're try hard and you're just thinking whatever I've done in the past, guess what? That shit's over. Starting now and in the future, look up how to act. We don't fucking know. So we we go we and, do we go we and try know, to do better. So go we look know it, come so go from look love. It. It comes from love. If it comes from love, it can't go wrong. So let's start there. Let's end there, actually. Dear listeners, I couldn't even tell you what this episode was about. I'm glad to have been able to share with you, to talk at you, to think that you might possibly be listening. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for you, Amy. I am just grateful. I'm going to go put on my grateful sweatshirt and have people judge me when we go to dinner so I can passive aggressively shout or just aggressively shout. If they're judging you, then pass them the bill and tell them to fuck off because you're at the wrong table. All right. Done. 
Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. We love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. sweet well hello dolly it's so nice that you are missing on the podcast well i can tell dolly it is swell dolly no one knows if you'll be back or where you've gone (sighs) 